Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mead GAA TV podcast. Delighted to say that I have Mead football star and retote football star Eamon Wallace on the line. Eamon, thanks very much for taking the call. Well, John, I'm delighted to be on. I'm looking forward to the chat with you. Cheers, Eamon. Thank you. Um, Eamon, I suppose we'll we'll start with it's been um, it's been a pretty good year for you, like uh, with the club there winning the the senior championship again. And uh, I suppose looking back on that now, um, how do you reflect on on your year with the club and and all things I suppose sports wise with yourself? Yeah, um, I suppose sports side of things probably the year started badly for me um, mm. I had a stress fracture back to back stress fractures really ended last year and it started mm. this year so I was kind of out of action um, for a lot of the county campaign mm. um, and I don't know but it might benefit me uh, for the rest of the year just maybe having that extra rest and getting the body right for mm. the club mm. um, but yeah like <laughs> I'm sorry from July onwards then um just came into a Retote hungry and uh, just went through a serious block of training with, with, with Retote and mm. um, I had the chance to play a couple of league games and, and that and just get ready for the year ahead um, mm. and the season and the championship ahead and um, so like the work that, that Kevin Stritch done, uh, David Brady, uh, Aidan and, and Owen McGuire then the S&C side kind of had, had us right and mm. as the games are going on the confidence was growing and um, like I've never been involved in, in a team, but where where we had a coach where it's just analysis was through the roof um, right. in terms of the, um, opposition analysis and our own analysis. As, mm. as the year as the match went on, we just kind of we got better and better and better. Um, yeah, I, know, I remember we drew with Summerhill in the league, and after that, it was just like we improved no end, um, defensively and offensively. Mm. And I suppose it was really really enjoyable. Actually, yeah. just playing the games, obviously the, the three group games, um, and unfortunately Joey got injured, so yeah. he done his ACL. So um, it was an extra probably bite to my game then too. After that, um, mm. then I kind of have to step up a bit more, and yeah, like absolutely delighted um, with how the me championship went. If you ask yeah. me, kind of to look back now, probably still haven't got over the Downs game to be honest with you. Right. So it's still a bit of like um, I don't know what the word is, but. Um, probably a bit of regret or that mm. um, and I'm just still kind of I don't know like I probably still haven't took the highs in fully yet for the whole year but yeah. I think regret from the Downs game but I say around Christmas time as posted into this week um, I look, look back the year more and say okay it was, it was positive in terms of winning the championship and, and that you know so, yeah yeah um, yeah and kind of go like going back to the start of the championship campaign, like you're, like you're, you were in a very like a tough group there with with Simonstown and Dunhamore Ashbourne and and Kells, like and won every game and um, yeah, yeah, racked up some like, big scores as well. Yeah, like I suppose it's not ideal to be in such a tough group. Mm. I'm, I'm a I'm a fan of kind of peaking, probably mm. from I don't know athletics background where you're trying to peak for the main race, so you mm. have to. We had to peak very early, and yeah. uh, in the group of death, say, and mm. Simon Stone, like we, we obviously it was really open game football, and, mm. and and Kevin's, I think he said after he's never been involved in a team that conceded so much in one game mm. since that day. But um, and then obviously, like probably our toughest game of the year was Ashburn, and the day literally 
absolutely tore into us. I think they were seven mm. points up as well. So mm. we had to kind of react from that. Um, mm. And then the Kells game, Kells are obviously up. I think we only won by two points. Mm. But you're right, like it was a group of death, and you kind of come out of the other end kind of much stronger. But knowing that we have to kind of keep this kind of pace and standard up if you want to keep going because yeah. even Albi then and Lafina and then obviously Summerhill. Yeah. Um, who definitely set the benchmark uh, throughout the whole year in Mead anyway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I suppose like you had a kind of new role this year playing playing in, in defence and kind of, you know, mopping up and kind of sweep a role and instead of like traditionally being in the forwards, is that something you you enjoyed or preferred or how did you find yeah. that? Yeah, like, to be honest, like, my dad's always given out saying mm. to me, you're not, you're not a forward, you're being the backs and mm. um, when I played with UCD in the Sigerson, I was given kind of the, the man marking role from half back in that campaign, I think. 2016 and 2017 mm. with John Dibley. So I kind of had, ex- like, that was my only kind of experience. But the minute that I kind of came back from me, now I only played, I was only back a week with me and got knocked out. But when I came back, we were talked down after that. Mm. Um, the first thing Kevin and David said is, you're, you're playing half back, come to the championship. And mm. I was like, okay, grand. Like, I'd, I'd play anywhere, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get back playing and enjoying the football. Mm. And I suppose I just thought, but, like, it's probably it's harder to get man marks in the backs and it's kind of get more of the ball in today's game from the half back line. Mm. Um, and in front of the half forward, you probably do more defending than a yeah. half back as well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, no, it was really, really enjoyable. And mm. I suppose the first game I played was in the league against screen half back. And it worked out quite well. Mm. Um, just saying man marking and just playing that sweeper role as well mm. and then getting forward. Um, but mm. yeah, but like, it was just probably talking to. To Kevin throughout the year, where can I like ways to improve? And obviously in the train as well, just working defensively, mm. actually putting on the defense, the defenders' bib rather than the attacker bib, just mm. working on the the, the the defense skills. But no, overall, really, really enjoyed it because more ball and you're able to kind of kick pass and you're able to get forward. And yeah, obviously, I worked hard on my fitness levels this year, so I actually mm. enjoyed just getting up and down too, you know. So. Yeah. yeah, it was really good and something I hope to continue. I don't even want to go back to the forwards anymore. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, very good. Um, and Eamon, kind of going back then to, you know, younger days and growing up, what's your, you know, um, you know, you have a, an athletics background as well. What's your earliest memories of, of getting involved in athletics yeah. or GAA or what came first? Yeah. Um, I suppose probably... Um, underage probably around six or seven starting mm. in the condos with Dermot Rooney uh, mm. my dad would have brought me and Joey down just underage he would have played with a tote and then he would have moved to Sylvester's um, mm. when he met my mum and that but he kind of just checked out what was going on in a tote first I think before moving uh, before even looking into Dublin maybe but mm. he's seen that Dermot Rooney was doing unbelievable work with the underage so um, yeah it was probably just that and playing playing from under eight under 10 like um, we always had great battles with Ashburn and the Boyne and under 12s and then mm. I think we had a bit of a golden era then probably the age a group above me would be like the likes of Bobby and Bryony and McGill and mm. then some of my group age group would probably fill in the corner positions and then I think we won everything from under 12 to minor mm. um, so but the, the earliest memories probably Dermot Rooney just barking at you and it kind of <laughs> abused you, but also making you a better footballer, making sure at yeah. age eight, nine, and ten we're using both hands and both feet. Yeah, yeah. like he's, 
I think we probably need him back in the underage structure to be honest with you and we're because yeah. he deserves an awful lot of credit for our success at the minute and without mm. him there's no way we would have won any senior um, mm. in, in the last couple of years especially like this age group so mm. yeah it's probably him <laughs> yeah. to be honest and then through the athletics then obviously it was always involved in that like in terms of community games I think it's probably just through genetics or whatever I was kind of quick enough like yeah. I won an honor medal under eight the games all the way up I think I don't know like my mum's side is kind of more golf right. but I think I don't, I don't know about my dad's side in terms of speed but um, yeah so uh, it's I started winning so then uh, they were on to me to come down to the dance club Jerry Finnegan and, and, and Peter and uh, Peter Hardy and yeah so I just kind of trained after a bit and I think I got sick of football I think around 15 or 16 and mm. I just kind of um, started doing athletics a bit more and focusing on it and I success in schools and stuff like that Mm. And then one year I just kind of went back um, in, a, in a minor age group and yeah, from all athletics work I, I became a better footballer and then yeah. kind of, I was mixing the ball for, for a couple of years and then I just focused on football but yeah. athletics is great and any kids, like I wouldn't be putting them into one sport but if I was it'd be, be athletics because that gives a base for, for most sports and they can move on from there or, or stick with it I suppose. Yeah, it can help you with other sports like complement exactly. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like to this day, like I know myself, Joey, and uh, a few others, like we 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 train athletics throughout the year. Mm. And Andy was in charge, me and other managers. Like we all just kind of asked maybe five period. We do mm. maybe one session a week for, for four or five weeks just to top up the speed and top up that work. And it's just, yeah, if you don't train it, you're not going to improve it. And yeah, exactly, yeah. So. And you've won um, a few All Ireland titles in in athletics as well through your. Your career yeah, so far, yeah. yeah. So the then a couple of years I focused was kind of um, all in junior. I think under eighteen, under nineteen. Mm. Um, then I, uh, I took a year out. Then twenty twenty one, I got to the national final. So I worked hard with David McCarthy that year. A guy mm. called Paul King as well, Jim. Um, which yeah, like I was looking back at that, I said, no, it's such so hard. Yeah, that I really don't appreciate. It. But how do the medals I've won because um, I don't, in the athletics world I'm a nobody <laughs> to be honest with you but, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah a couple of juniors I suppose and that yeah it's um, more more times than I'm always trying to improve time so yeah um, I've always wanted to break um, 48 seconds for 400 so I haven't done that yet right we'll see <laughs> yeah plenty of time yeah plenty of time yeah. left um, and like I, I suppose like looking at the two sports like in terms of athletics you're you're like you're an individual like you're on your own but then in football you're part of a squad you're part of a panel um how do you find the differences in that you know is there much difference yeah to be honest i much more enjoy the team aspect right like the crack and probably less pressure to be honest with you like i just like the year to get from athletics um just a couple years ago it's probably the most recent um like the pressure was unreal. It's, it creates such strong mental strength. I remember mm. running a race in Germany and like never been through it. Like I played in Crow Park numerous times before this, and mm. not a patch on it. Like playing the dogs in Crow Park, and yeah. you're in Germany running a race individually, and just it's just different sort of pressure. Yeah, um, but it definitely builds mental strength, and mm. like going into a team aspect, then it's nothing really to be honest with you. And yeah, less pressure, and you can bounce things off. You can communicate. On the pitch, off the pitch, and mm. uh, 
yeah, I suppose the team aspects is so much more enjoyable to be honest with you. Yeah. But they they, they, they benefit each other in, in ways. Mm. Yeah, as you say, like it makes you um, the athletics makes you stronger. Obviously, makes you quicker and yeah. then mentally stronger as well for approaching football yeah, matches as well. If you make if you make a balls race, it's all on you. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Even like you, sometimes you, you, you obviously the, the doubt is a huge thing in sport and. Mm. In athletics, there's huge doubt that, like, because the margins are so small that mm. if you do one step wrong or get a bad start, like, <laughs> you don't look great. Um, but mm. I suppose in team sport, you, your teammates kind of maybe recover you or kind of mm. the next ball sort of thing. Where in, in athletics, there's no kind of next. Yeah. Race. If, it's a, if, it's a, if it's a heat or a final or a semi final, it's probably it's another day out. Yeah. Down the line, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that's mad, yeah, hearing the differences, like, and the, how much, like, as you say, it's mentally challenging, but it, it helps build yeah. build your mental strength as well. Um, exactly, exactly, yeah. And then, um, kind of like, I know you mentioned there, when you were younger, you kind of took a break from football and then came back, maybe at a minor level. Um, yeah. What's your memories then? I know you when you were called up to the Mead um, panel, you were quite young as well, you were only around 18 or 19. Yeah, I was, <coughs> yeah, I was, um, I was only 19, yeah, mm. was 2013, I was only 19, Mick O'Dowd, I think he managed to screen minors the year before and we beat them mm. in the quarterfinal, I think, we ended up winning the championship and probably mm. the most enjoyable championship we've ever won was that one because <laughs> I don't think we were favourites for any of the games, really, to be honest with you, beyond, mm. I think we won every game by a point, but mm. yeah, I think you see me that day and obviously... Um, I got called into the under 21s then and performance under 21s got me into the seniors then but it was more uh, I think it was Sean Barry was under 21 manager and he kind of just got my love but well, the game kind of back really in the, in the 21s and it was really enjoyable like we were playing games good beat and we were heading out to the team after yeah uh, yeah it was and then obviously Colin to, to me then and like you're, you were idolising these players like literally two or three years previous to this yeah. and I'm sitting beside Stephen Brain and Boston, so it's just, it's just mental but yeah. um, that's kind of the memories I have of, of them a couple of years and then obviously uh, 2013 we, we, we got quite close to Dublin as well and that was mm. um, a day that probably we'd be, we'd be let go and you've seen how, how the dubs turned out after that I think the yeah. six to the next seven on Ireland or seven to the next eight and mm. um, yeah, that, that was kind of was actually a good time, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, um, yeah. To, to them, them two years, the football was really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, then we did my ACL in 2014, so mm. um, that was a bit of a setback, but yeah. kind of came, came through that anyway and kept going. Yeah, yeah. And um, were you were you involved with any Mead underage teams or kind of that when you were in your teens? Was it more yeah, athletics yeah, focused? Yeah, I was involved with Mead all the way up. From under 14 to minor, um, yeah, yeah, all the way up. Yeah, in all the summers, I probably take up with that, but yeah, sort of juggling both athletics and me, and I probably just burnt out in the end when it hit like 16 and after, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I played all the way up. We were quite, quite a strong team, and mm. um, like a lot of the present players are my age, like the likes of Killian and James, and mm. Adam Flanagan, Shane, Podge, Harnan. So, mm. actually, there's quite a number of us the same age group, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah, and then obviously you've mentioned there already, you know, 20, 
2013 making your debut and then 2014 maybe a, a setback you know with your with your injury um moving up the years then any yeah. particular standout years for you i know you would have met dublin on a number of occasions in leinster is there anything that sticks out um, um those years no like, like nico was great and i thought he won the six probably is um the I worked my ass off to get back in the ACL like it's 11 months mm. of six days a week rehab and I know Dodo's going through that now at the minute but yeah. um, 2015 the West Mead game sticks out like a sore thumb to be honest with you mm. individually I had a good game but uh, it's just it's such a bad memory of the result that day mm. um, 2016 then again it was a decent league but uh, the Dubs I think beat us by 10 I think we went into focus um, we didn't concede a goal, but they obviously kicked like 20 odd points and we beat a few goal chances and missed them. Mm. Um, then, like moving into 27 2018, I was, I was injured for most of them two years. And then mm. um, in 2019, I took the break because the injuries were just kind of taking its toll on me. Um, I, I know I had to get an operation on the meniscus. Obviously, we won the intermediate in 2015 as well after the ACI year. So 2015 was okay, but then yeah. the three final years were tough. Yeah. And then 2019, I just took took the year out and, and did the athletics. And then I came back uh, with the club that year. And we had a great year with Davy Byrne and Marty and the lads. Mm. Uh, they completely um, changed the culture in their house. And mm. um, so much time for them. Like, the Davy worked with Jim Gavin and... Um, we obviously won our first championship, senior championship that year. Mm. No, 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 like, no one touched us that year. Um, yeah. We were, unless we were hoping probably to, to, to go a long way, but uh, I think we partied too hard, to be honest with you, after <laughs> that one. So, yeah. Gary, Gary Castle caught us in the first, we ended up losing by a point, I think, but they, they built up a lead in the first half. And then, mm. yeah, so that was quite positive. And then 2020 was messy uh, on both fronts. And then 2021, Mm. Uh, came in with me quite good year we, we, we came back against Dublin mm. um, and then injuries and then this year of course which was great uh, yeah. in terms of my own body and performance with the club but yeah. um, we're just learning so much off the lads as well and we're talking yeah. me as well with Colm and Andy and the lads and mm. um, yeah so it's hoping to build on, on the last probably six months and yeah. we're getting success on both fronts then uh, in 2023 again yeah just um, you know, obviously, like you've had a lot of success, like especially with the club in in recent years. But it, it's mad. Uh, maybe other people don't realise like you have had your 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 setbacks as well, like with your injuries down through the years. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. some people only see on the day county final day, and yeah, yeah. like your oh, yeah, like even this year, like a lot of teams are putting perspective as well. Like, mm.
the World Cup, he had, had ACLs. Mm. And yeah, off the cuts and students rehab and Liam Hogan there. So mm. there's no better man to look after in fairness. And mm. yeah, it's only a long road, but he put the work in and he'll be back. And yeah, probably the, the knockout stage is this in 2023 for a total. So yeah. fingers crossed anyway. Yeah, very good. Um, and I suppose I was, I was just looking up there, like the the journey that the Rateau Club, your club, has been on in, in the past even 10 years. Like I know you, you probably, um, you had a golden generation, like a lot of, like your age group and the year above you. Um, yeah. Junior junior champions in 2012, intermediate yeah. 2015 and then... Um, followed up by three senior championships and yeah uh, like that's that's up there with one of the you know when you look yeah. back in the history books like that run in 10 years like it's 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 amazing to be a part of that oh yeah brilliant like to be honest i growing up i always idolized like we were told junior team by the cousin on it um people got he, he would have been called four hours and mm. you would have been going to all the matches around me at junior and i remember i think tell them Four, they lost the final, and then 2008 they won it. Um, mm. And you would have idolised these lads rather than probably need lads, maybe mm. for me. And um, then, yeah, so like 2012, I actually came on as a sub at half time against Ashburn second team, and right. we ended up winning just by a point. But yeah. um, that was probably my first, or one of my first other matches. And mm. um, yeah, from then. It's been great, but as I said at the start of the chat, um, it's all down to Dermot Rooney, like, um, mm. because we are only ever kind of a junior club, really, or, or that. But um, mm. he, he kind of he, he kind of improved the underage structure, and mm. we won ever the underage. We were kind of we were the first team to win a minor division one, mm. first team to win under twenty one division one championships, and then obviously first first teams to win intermediate and senior. So mm. definitely a golden generation, but. It is down to the coaches and the management at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's so that we've seen talent, sorry, the team of talented players not having half the success they should. Mm. To me, it's down to the coaches and the management structures and mm. everything on in the background as well. That mm. it's, it's so important for teams and, mm. and building that chemistry together. Yeah. And just when you, when you mentioned that management, like you obviously mentioned Davy Byrne and he won the, the first one. In 2019, and then you had Brian Farrell, who I know quite well like from my club, yeah, and yeah. then David Brady, then um, as well. Is is David Brady staying on with you this year, or is I'm um, not too sure yet. I'm not too sure. I know mm. um, there's no. I don't think confirmed yet. Uh, mm. I know Kevin and an owner definitely staying on. I think David's just waiting on um, a decision with work or something. So I'm not yeah. too sure yet. To be honest yeah. with you, um, yeah, I, I haven't heard anything on. Just finishing up work for the for the Christmas as well, so I haven't really kind of mm. literally took took my mind away from football the last probably week or two. Yeah, yeah. I was away in that last week, but mm. uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to be honest with you, John. Yeah, but them um, the three very kind of good coaches in their in their own right as well. The your last three oh, managers great. as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave and of course Brian. It was a tough situation he came into and retired, so it was never going to be easy. But mm. he won a championship, so you can't, like, you can't take that away from him. And, mm. um, he's going to be obviously a brilliant manager. I don't know if he's going to go down next year, but mm. he's the scope to be a brilliant manager. And obviously, Brady was his first year ever managing the team as well. Mm. And the guidance with Kevin Kev Stritch as well, like, he's one of the best coaches I've ever had. So, yeah. Um, 
we, we, we hang on to him and let's let's see what happens you know yeah yeah exactly um and then Eamon like as a as a a young mead lad growing up and that and following following the the county and all that what was it like to come up against Dublin in uh, in Crow Park on a number of occasions you know like growing up as a young lad we all see them games and kind of love the atmosphere what's what's it been like for you yeah no different really like um so they played soccer in Dublin, so I've known a few of the lads through that, um, mm. underage, and um, <clears throat> yeah, like, I suppose, like, as I said before, the athletics creates just mental strength, so when I'm going in there, I'm kind of mentally strong anyway, um, mm. and just looking forward to it and enjoying performing, and obviously have the coaches and their advice and other players, mm. so you're trying to keep as calm as you can, but it's, it's obviously hard, but you're always trying to beat them, um, mm. just not once I went into a game Against Dublin, thinking we, we can't win this, and, mm. and that's honest. So, but and um, probably then when I went to UCD and actually playing with them, then you actually you realise like they're just normal lads as well. Yeah, and, yeah. And sound and like the I don't know, like probably they're just <clears throat> um, in terms of structures and stuff. They're probably just ahead. They were ahead of us, and um, mm. yeah, like they just got out. They clicked everything. They think they they were a fabulous team, and um, but yeah. It's, it's, it's literally where you want to be like you yeah. wouldn't want to win a Leinster and not and you, you want to beat Dublin on the way and that's yeah. like and that's always like I beat Dublin with UCD in an O'Brien Cup but I swear mm. this, I was absolutely buzzing after it I was probably the only one in the dressing room buzzing because <laughs> I was the only one from me in the dressing room yeah. half of dressing with Dubs anyway but <laughs> it was even beating Dublin in Hannah Park in the O'Brien Cup like it's, yeah. it was great um, mm. but yeah like even the matches like the close matches like 2021 like the second half was, was a was a mental game but yeah really really thought we had them that day mm. but, uh, mm. yeah no like if you that's why you play football that's why you train like I'm, I'm going to do a session after this like that's why you train December yeah. and January and February matches for yeah. And, and, and that's it. And if you can't perform there, what are you playing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, you're looking forward to. Obviously, we're near the end. We're coming up to Christmas now. Um, you, you enjoy Christmas, but you're looking forward to the year ahead and and with ah, with yeah. club and county. Yeah, yeah. Like a few small trips planned now over the next um, two or three weeks, and mm. I'll go racing in Leperstown over Christmas, and obviously meet friends, family, and yeah, just start getting the body right again a few knocks after the year but nothing too major and just um, yeah yeah just enjoyed a few weeks and then get fully back into it in, in, in January then and yeah we're, we're ready for another successful year yeah yeah any tips for Leopardstown oh, it's, it's too far away, it's too far away. <laughs> yeah it's hard to pick them now, yeah there's plenty of sport on like yeah. darts as well like I'd watch all that you know so yeah it'd be good be yeah, yeah, same as that. The darts is good. I've been following that now at the minute. Oh yeah, no, I, I love the American football as well. Like that'd be, it'd be big, big around. We've group and told that 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 tune into it every week. Yeah. Um, so it, it's good out crack in fairness. Yeah. So uh, just kind of touching on that, like I know this is uh, a GAA podcast, and we're, we're chatting like primarily about about GAA and that. But um, you've you've kind of touched on it there. Um, what would be your other your other interests outside of outside of say athletics and and GAA? Like, what would you what do you like to do or to uh, chill out or like, unwind? Yeah, just I was chilling out with friends. Um, 
an odd game of golf, I suppose, at, at a mm. course racing. Um, I, I like to attend that national hunt racing um, mm. when I get a chance. Mm. Um, yeah, like that's <laughs> just watching TV. And, yeah. And, um, I, I'm living in Laytown at the minute, so I love just going down to the beach and the coffee shop there. I love um, it. Yeah. Yeah, so like the, I've been living there for like the last two and a half years, so it's been mm. it's been great and it'd be great for mind and body that. Yeah. Yes, just like any lad, I'd, I'd watch watch any sport really, and, and I'd play a bit of golf and, and that too, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you were watching the World Cup then recently. Yeah, oh yeah, huge, mm. massively into it. Yeah, like, delighted for mm. Messi. I've seen Messi a few times live. Brilliant. I don't spot on events, but um, yeah. delighted for him. And it was, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a brilliant, brilliant game. Yeah, yeah, it was fairly eventful when Mbappe got the the first goal, yeah. and it just, geez, it was it was mad. So it yeah. was. And, yeah. well, I, I can't believe your man missed the last chance for France. It was a great save, but yeah, I can't believe you missed this. Like, it was, yeah, but that that was it there, right there and then, you know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, then um, Eamon, like in the last, I suppose, ten or twelve years or so. Um, have you found that the game, like the football game, has changed? Like obviously massive emphasis on kickouts now and analysis, like you kind of mentioned that, even, even at club level and video analysis and nutrition. Has it changed a lot in those, um, even since your, your county debut in 2013? Um, the game has changed, yeah, but mm. in terms of professionalism, no. Like the nutritionist, psychologist, all that was always there for me. Mm. Yeah. In terms of the training, the training's probably got a bit smarter, to be honest with you. Right. Um, there's less kind of d- d- dogging, I suppose, and you kind of you have to mind your body a bit more. Anyway, that's what I've learned. Mm. Um, there's no point in, in wasting everything in, in January, February. Mm. Um, but in terms of the game, so that's, re- that's the reason why you haven't gone back to the backs. Is, mm. like, 10 years ago, I was a pure corner forward, I think, and mm. 10 years later, I couldn't imagine in the backs but yeah. um, just dropping men back and um, keeping the ball is absolutely massive I don't know if that came from soccer too but mm. it's actually it's not losing possession is the main focus nowadays yeah yeah. And obviously that comes from kickouts and mm. like if keeper if your keeper has 20 out of 20 kickouts and every single one of them are kicked inside the, the, the 21 or the 30 like it, it, his job is done you know yeah. so, um, it's all about possession uh, nowadays, mm. so that's one thing I've learned from Kevin as well is like just um, defend and make sure that uh, it, these don't get an easy shot or a goal, and yeah. us just like not losing the ball is big. You see it from Cuckoo and all the good, all the county teams in Dublin and mm. Carrafin and that like just and Kevin McGuire at the minute they just do not give the ball away, and, and yeah. that's that, that, that's the way the game's going. Yeah, yeah. And do you do you enjoy that? I know it's kind of, you know, it's kind of as you say, you have to train smarter and and the game like, it's gone very tactics wise. Like I know going back, if you watch an old game, um, say in the nineties or two thousands, it was pure kicking yeah, kicking no. the ball. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you do you enjoy the kind of you know the thinking aspect of the game and? I, I you know, do actually. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. that. But obviously, kind of my main strength is speed. Obviously, but. Mm. Obviously, I'd rather a defence go one on one and we just go defend on attacker, but them yeah. days are completely gone now. Yeah. Um, especially when it, it gets like the, the latter stages of competitions. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's more kind of teasing, but you, you, I like the element of learning from other sports. As I said, 
watch NFL or watch a lot of soccer and mm-hmm. learn from other sports because the, the, they're all kind of dealing with um, breaking down blanket defences, say. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and stuff like that. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. I obviously would rather it be Euro, but it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and then, Eamon, say for any young players that might be listening to this podcast, yeah. um, what advice would you give them, you know, if they're, you know, they have aspirations, like, yeah. for yourself, you know, like, being successful and uh, at your sport, your chosen sport, and, you yeah, know, listen, what, listen what would you say? Yeah, like, obviously, listen to your coaches, uh, but coaches are big, like, you might get, there's obviously bad coaches that, out there but this mm. year's coach um, which you can work on both feet and both hands like, that's so key mm. um, like uh, even from like mid- age of eight be working on both feet mm. um, make sure you're enjoying it and if you need to take a break take a break for a couple of months if you need it's it's, 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 it's professional all in name but sometimes you just need, need to take a break just to refresh the mind and mm. that's worked for me and as a young people, I wouldn't pick one sport um, mm. too early either. Um, make mm. sure you're enjoying it, and yeah, just um, yeah, just 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 make sure um, yeah. you can yeah. work on all the, the key skills as well. But yeah, yeah but both of you, both hands, enjoy it. Take a break if you need, and uh, listen to your coaches, I suppose. Yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> great advice. Yeah, um, and then like. Just in terms of the club lads and your 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 club mates, um, what's it been like for you, like involved with the county and like there's always been, you know, a nice a good few there. Like you've had Joey with you and then Conor McGill, Brian McMahon, um, yeah. and other lads as well. Like you know Jack Flynn and the McGowans now. Yeah. Like there's always yeah. a nice kind of which obviously is a great sign for your club that you've had yeah, so yeah. many representatives. Is that is that nice as well? Like moving into the county that you are together as well or. How do you find oh, that? Brilliant. Yeah, mm. like say the first year I got up, there was two of us, me and Bryony, and then mm. the year after there was seven of us, and from mm. then it's been kind of consistently five to seven. So yeah, yes, yeah, it's great to have that. Obviously, this year has been different, and it's way better in my opinion. The split season where mm. you have the county, you have the focus. Then you're back to the club, but you've way more time to club instead of just going back to the club. You might yeah. train for a week in April, or maybe two weeks in April, and you're not <coughs> and you're back into championship straight away. Like. Mm. I said like the club this is a pretty hate the side of us nearly you know thinking we can just swam back in here and they'd be working on kind of game plans and stuff mm. Mm. but I've been a big fan of this year where you've told you the time to spend yeah. with everyone and yeah. we have serious bond and we're we, like we go on trips with each other and stuff like that and, mm. and obviously the majority of us have actually probably played at county level at some stage either minor or 21 or senior as well so yeah yeah been like it's great, like the, the, the chemistry we have. Um, yeah, I'd say that we, we 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 get on the whole time, but maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the majority of the time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. And then, how do you find as well? Like, these are, I suppose, there's a number of dual clubs around Mead, like with football and hurling, um, yeah. and you are one of like the performing very highly in both of them. How 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 do you find that? Like, is a number to be a kind of overlap of players, like with with both codes. Yeah, it's tough now. Jesus, it's tough. To mm. ask more of a football man myself, so mm. I, I'd like if a decision or pick up pick one, but yeah. that's never going to happen. And it's tough, mm. yeah. And that's why it's very hard to manage your toes and coach your toes in terms of that element and mm. where they're both successful. It's just managing the load, and that's why 
the S and C coach is so key. Like that lads mm-hmm. aren't overtraining, and fairness this year, the, the DPS has been st- stuck to us all year. So right. when if lads needed to be pulled out training because they were hurlers and that's done, mm. and, and their load is measured. So and to yeah. be honest, we've only had one major injury last year, and that's an ACL. So like yeah, that's that's nothing to do with Hampton. That's just pat luck. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so like it's just it's just measuring and it's just it's a smash from from the coaches, the S and C coaches. Yeah, being able to see, yeah, because you, yeah. you can't be dogging lads every week and on both fronts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the GPS like has come in really. There's a huge advantage of it there, like and yeah, seeing, yeah. yeah. it helps when you have a huge panel that mm. on a hurling week that we still have twenty lads training. Mm. You know, like mm. just footballers are twenty five. Mm. And we can still do serious work, and then the day come in, and honestly, like they probably take half a session to get back up to speed with the yeah. football, but to take it back up to speed fairly quick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just kind of some quick fire questions, then, Eamon, um, and just towards the end. Um, yeah. So when you were growing up um, as a youngster, who would have been your hero? Um, I suppose generally and in a sporting aspect as well. Generally. <laughs> Um, or maybe it's the same person in the for all like Sporting sense is probably uh, a big fan of Usain Bolt I think I was yeah. 14 when he broke the first world record that was, that was mm. magic um, yeah uh, in the general sense uh, obviously I was a big fan of the me teams with, with Trevor and that and then obviously just the general family and probably Dermot Rooney as well as his underage coach as well you know? yeah so, yeah yeah. And I think you may have answered this one already, but who who would have been the biggest influence on your career? Um, a mix of people, like yeah. um, mum and dad, obviously, the Dermot. Um, mm. Yeah, like Jerry Finnegan, athletics, athletics coaches down the years. and Yeah, just the, the coaches, really, to be honest with you. Cause yeah. You probably spend more time with them than anyone else. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so far, um, what would be your best moment or your most favourite moment? Um, in, in sport now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> probably 2019 county final, just winning the first senior. Mm. And uh, I'd either the, my last point or the final. Because so. the last point probably clinched it. Like, I, think yeah. I, was 10 so I think I was 10 points up. Yeah, yeah. And then the toughest moment that you've encountered so far? Uh, probably ACL in, in, in 2014. Mm. And I suppose just, just kind of touching on that, on ACL, like, unfortunately it's a, it's a common inner, uh, injury, sorry, and like a lot of, uh, you know, it happens, uh, you know, club players around, like, everywhere. Yeah. Um, like, you, you have overcome that and gone on to get stronger and better. Like, Say for somebody you know who's maybe going through it now, and I know obviously Joey's going through it, but others maybe as well. What would you say to them like that? You know, during it, that has worked for you, or you know. Yeah, like, I suppose I always you either way of doing things. Like I, I would have done like five to six days a week with a program from from from, from your club mate Barry McIntyre. So he mm. was the physio I was with um, mm. for that year, and um. Like he would have had this plan set out for them weeks, but I probably might do like the program of, of say in a month you do three hard weeks and one easy week, mm. and then I'd have something to look forward to on the fourth week. 
Right. So, like, I know you work hard for the three weeks, and then the final week, you're obviously you do maybe two or three days instead of five to six, mm. and then but you have something to look forward to maybe a trip away or I don't know a night out or yeah. Know, I remember in my year like I probably had my six year holiday. But I don't mind. I went to Tenerife for two weeks with the lads. Yeah. So I was like worked so hard up to that point. I got some place, but mm. it's probably just like not bursting. Uh, your bollocks for the whole team you're you're doing three weeks and then you're you have a week off something to look forward and then you're back on the bike again yeah but it's yeah. just actually mentally just knowing that you have to work so hard on every element and um, obviously at the start it's just extension and, and all that and building mm. the muscle back up mm. um, but like, like to this day uh, John like I I still do knee exercises before every session yeah, yeah. Uh, and I do at least one kind of I do one gym, one or probably two gyms last week, but one of them would have fifteen twenty minutes of the ACL rehab work. And so, right. So you kind of have to keep doing it. So keep it, keep it yeah, so, keep it up, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so mm. there's a mental thing there, like reading books and like learning from other people that have done it in the professional world as well helps. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good way of putting it there. Like what you said, like you have a kind of four week block, and at the end, and the fourth week is is nearly like you're rewarding yourself for your work and then you go yeah. again yeah and I, and I didn't when I did it I probably didn't really watch one match for the whole year like I just mm. took myself away from it nearly and just mm. you know I just, just do it from my own head and body and I would be back next year sort of thing because I actually don't really like watching football if I'm not playing so yeah yeah um, and then who's the best player uh, best player Raymond that you've ever you've ever played with played with probably mm. Mickey Newman oh, very good yeah very skillful and tricky yeah, forward just, just so intelligent yeah yeah and who would have been the toughest opponent Um, it's a tough one <laughs> there's mm. so many yeah, um, yeah. toughest opponent mm. um, probably the county probably John Swan in the club scene is probably mm. funny one but Simon Carty from Dunderry is never he's very tough yeah yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just someone probably that suit me that could just mark me out yeah yeah very good um, and then the say the best uh, the best player to train you know always giving 100% you know, driving everyone on. I'm sure there's loads of them. Like, but is there anyone that sticks out maybe in your mind with the best trainer? Yeah, club or county, anyone that sticks um, out. Yeah, um, best trainer. Um, probably Donald Keoghan. He's probably best trainer. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, funny. Like, 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 um, it's funny you mentioned Donald Keoghan he come, gets answered a lot with yeah. that question yeah a lot of lads they say the same yeah yeah, yeah he's still going strong yeah 100% oh, yeah. Mm. he's been another 10 years now <laughs> yeah he's been a great player yeah and plenty more left um, and then kind of just the second last question who's the um, the funny man or yeah the best kind of joker you've had Probably, you've shared in the dressing room with probably Bobby I say if you know him mm. um, yeah he's probably super funny <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> mean to be funny yeah yeah <laughs> Bobby O'Brien from from Retort yeah yeah very good um, and then just a final question to finish up then uh, 
just in terms of the future obviously we're at the end of one year and coming into the next um what's your you know your your plans and your your hopes for 2023 and looking ahead yeah yeah um suppose um with the club party is to Rubbish really is to win a Leinster, to be honest. I think we're back up to the stage now where we, where we need to push that, you know. Mm. Um, mm. You need to be challenging the Dublin teams. I know, look, we played them in played numerous teams, Dublin teams and friendlies, and we learned a lot from them and we were getting stronger. So, yeah. Definitely that. And and, and, um, and the county, I think, probably have, you have to have the same goal and, and win a Leinster. I know Dublin are there, but you always have to have that goal as a media. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, two two great goals to be to be yeah. working toward working towards and to be excited for next year for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, we'll we'll wrap it up there, Eamon. Um, thanks very much. Um, thanks a million for yeah. The thanks for speaking to me for the the Me GA TV podcast yeah. and the best of luck to yourself. I hope you enjoy the Christmas and best of luck um, with both co- with both teams next year and on an individual front as well. Yeah, you too. Yeah, cheers. Thanks a million. John. Cheers, Eamon. Thank you. Thanks, bye